But let's start now with the Finance Minister, Grant Robertson. Grant, thank you so much for being on the programme. No worries. Good afternoon. Uh, you know, Grant, yeah, a simple question to start off with, really. Uh, what is the legacy of someone like Mike Moore, and in particular maybe the lessons that he has sort of left for the politicians and leaders of today? Yeah, look, I think one of the big things for Mike was that as, as his political career developed, he, he looked outwards and, and upwards. You know, he was a, you know, was a working class boy. He didn't finish, you know, going to university or anything like that. You know, he, he worked his way up and, and there's a lot to admire in that, obviously. But, you know, by the time I personally came to know him, it was when he was in the uh, in the WTO role and I was in those days working as a, as a diplomat um, up at the UN in New York. And just to see the way that he he so completely understood the importance of a fair trading system for a country like New Zealand, you know, a small country, we need the rules in place to make sure that you know we can earn the money to to you know to fund the things that we want in our society. So I I really admired the way that Mike looked outwards and and was never afraid on behalf of Kiwis to say what he thought. And that would be my other comment is that you know he also leaves a legacy of. of Straight talking, although occasionally with the odd florid uh, phrase thrown in, but you know, straight talking on behalf of New Zealanders, and he was immensely proud of being a New Zealander. And I again had a bit of time I spent with him when he was our ambassador in Washington, and, and that shone through there. So, you, for me, his legacy is he looked out to the world and, and he got out there on the world stage on our behalf. What, what do you think that a lot of people would aspire to um, the sort of heights that he got to and being head of the WTO is a, a, a big deal. What, what, how did he get there, do you think? Yeah, I mean, sheer force of will, to be perfectly honest. Um, I mean, Mike, when he was, you know, in be the first to admit that his political career, you know, he became Prime Minister for that very brief period in 1990, and then his political career after that, you know, didn't quite go the way he wanted. He got close in the 93 election, um, but then lost the Labour leadership, and from then on he was, I think, getting itchy feet, and by the late 90s, as I say, he'd he'd realised that he had a real contribution to make, and so um, he pitched himself forward as a potential candidate. Um, I can tell you, because I was working in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs at the time, that it was it was regarded as a bit of a long shot initially, uh, but Mike persevered, built alliances all around the world, um, and he honestly, there'd be very few people in trade circles, you know, the diplomatic circles in the world who don't know Mike more because he made such an effort to get along with them. He could spin you a yarn that would have you in stitches all night, and, and you know, he made a lot of friends around the world. So he got there on the force of his personality, but also because he represented New Zealand, and we're, we're seen as pretty honest brokers in these things. But, um, yeah, that role was, I agree with you, I don't think New Zealanders probably... Um, understand just how significant him taking on that global role that came just after there were real ructions of the WTO, a lot of protests and mm. so on in places like Seattle and that, and he really settled the organisation, got it off on a, on a good path. Um, he had to do a deal with a, another leader from, from Thailand around splitting the role over, a, over three, they took three years each, and I often feel if Mike had had another three years, the trajectory of the WTO might have been quite different.